This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly... Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him and it was getting kind of like icky and you know like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse and so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately and I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect so Vinny does not like ointmenty creamy lotiony things on his body but I was able to get out the spray literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived put it on his toe before he went to bed and the next morning he was like mom my toe's all better. It was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly. So you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, other types of skin damage. It's totally safe, non-toxic, suitable on all types of skin, even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin. This is also safe for the youngest members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500 thousand happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family so to get your own active skin repair go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20 percent off your order when you use the code shameless that's activeskinrepair.com use the code shameless for 20 percent off your order activeskinrepair.com code shameless This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 612. Show notes for this episode, including any links mentioned in the episode, can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 612. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean. I'm here to give you and other passionate, driven, unapologetic moms tools, resources, and a little bit of humor to help you lead more positive, powerful, and purposeful lives every damn day. One of the best things about the Shameless Mom Academy is our community. So be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other shameless moms just like you. You can find us over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, shameless moms. Here we are. First episode of 2022. Oh my goodness. How did we get here? (laughs) And where are we even? (laughs) Like everything is upside down (laughs) and we don't know where we're going and things continue to be weird and hard and unnerving, all the things. But we are here, we are together and we're doing this together. I was actually looking at some of my email stats the other day. This is so geeky and maybe really boring, but I'm going to share anyways, because I know there's a few of you who are geeky enough to appreciate it. So I was looking at my email stats the other day and I was like, huh, more people are opening my emails than normal. But maybe it's just a fluke. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe people are just like (laughs) spending more time in their inboxes or bored with their other emails. Or maybe I just wrote a couple subject lines that people were really interested in. But then I noticed the trend like sticking around. (laughs) And you all are opening my emails like you've never opened my emails before, which is amazing because I know that when you open my emails, you're demonstrating trust and we're building a relationship together. Like this is part of our relationship. And so I'm so honored that so many of you open my emails, so many of you get them, but also so many of you open them. And that helps me see 
that we are in this together. So no matter how weird and wonky and unpredictable and unnerving times get, we're in this together. And that brings me a lot of comfort. And I hope that brings you comfort too. So whether this is your first time listening or your 10th time listening or your 612th time listening, I just want to say thank you for being here. And I want you to know that in being here, you are with thousands of other shameless moms, thousands of other shameless moms who download this podcast every single day, who open my emails, and we all get to be in this space together and be connected by that piece. And sometimes because it's like all digital and virtual and whatever, we don't think about that connection. We don't think about the fact that when you listen to an episode and thousands of other shameless moms listen to an episode, you take that information and you all move through the world in a little bit different way because you're going to apply the things that you learned here on this show. And I always imagine an army of shameless moms like marching out into the world and living the values that we talk about in this show. And that, first of all, is really exciting to me, but it also gives me a ton of hope. And that is really what I lean into when things in this world continue to be hard and challenging. And so I wanted to mention that in case it's also helpful for you to understand kind of what the connection is here around the show and how we really are connected. Even if we don't get to like actually be in a room together, thousands of us every single day, we are together, thousands of us every single day. And I'm so grateful for that. So with all that, happy 2022. I'm so glad that you're here. And if you would just listen to what I had to share and you were like, wait, she sends emails, you can get my emails if you go to shamelessmom.com slash newsletter. That's shamelessmom.com slash newsletter. You get all my emails and you'll get information about upcoming events like our upcoming plan and prep pajama party. And you get updates on a weekly basis around like what's going on with the show and little insights into my life and into the Shameless Mom Academy. Plus, we roll out extra inspirational content in from time to time in phases for you to get fired up about the world and what's happening in the world and what's happening in your life, even when things are hard. So you can do that anytime at shamelessmom.com slash newsletter to get in on that. As you take your first steps into this new year, I want to invite you to not leap, <laughs> and which might feel like I'm making you hold back a little bit, and I kind of am. Now, this isn't to say that I don't want you to do big, great things this year, because I absolutely do. And also, I've been around for a minute. (laughs) And because I worked in the fitness industry for so long, I got to see what happens when we leap at the beginning of a year. And when we leap at the beginning of a year, and we get really excited, and we change like 18 things, we're like, I'm going to have these 18 resolutions. Well, yeah, they typically only stick around for like 18 days. And I don't want that to happen to you. I want you to make changes over the course of this year that stick and that stay and that actually transform your life so that at the end of 2022, you're like, oh, hell yes, I did things this year. I grew this year. I learned. I made changes. And that's impacting how I show up in the world. It's impacting my relationships. It's impacting anything that I'm building professionally. And I can feel the ripples from all of that. That's my hope for you. So I'm going to invite you, instead of taking a leap, to take a more simple yet more enjoyable approach that will allow you to actually get what you want out of 2022 without massive overwhelm and without massive risk of failure. Because when you make 18 changes in one week, the risk of failure is so high. And here's what's really problematic about that. And this is what I saw over and over in the fitness industry, and I've seen it in my work here within the Shameless Mom Academy since then. When you make 
too many changes at one time, you're setting yourself up to opt out of all the changes really quickly because it's too much to keep track of. It's too much overwhelm. It's too much change and adaptability when you already have a really full plate. So if you have kids, if you have a child, and I know many of you have all the children and all the pets and all the partners, I mean, probably not like so many partners, but you know, one, I don't know, maybe more. And when we're in that situation, we have really full plates, like really full plates. And when we have really full plates and we try to make a whole bunch of changes, oh my goodness, like the plate gets really unstable, things start to fall off and we're trying to like pick up the pieces or the plate just shatters altogether. And that's not what I want for you. What I want for you instead is to be able to add a couple little things to the plate and for you to be able to be like, oh, I can nest this thing in here and this other thing fits right here. And the plate does not become overwhelmed. It doesn't become like so top heavy that it tips or it doesn't become so heavy that it shatters. You don't just drop the whole plate altogether. And when we do that, we can actually have sustainable change and that builds courage. That is how we build courage. When we can change one thing in our life And then we can see ourselves as someone who makes change and grows from that change, then we're way more likely to make change or step into courageous action the next time we have the opportunity to do so. So here's how this is going to go. As you prepare to own 2022, I want you to make repeated small commitments over time. And I'm going to give you a simple protocol to do that, to help you get started with your first desired action step. So I'm going to give you kind of this complete rundown of this list, and then I'm going to talk through each piece individually. So here's your actual steps you're going to take. The first thing you're going to do is you're going to decide on the action step. So what's the action step you want to take? Then you're going to schedule it. Then you're going to share it with others. Then you're going to practice it repeatedly. And then you're going to recognize that each time you practice this, it's becoming more a part of who you are. And the last thing you're going to do is continually return to your core values. So when you're practicing this new thing, or even like you've scheduled it, but you haven't started to practice it yet, you're going to have this part in your, this feeling in your gut where you're like, I'm excited, but I'm nervous. And what if it doesn't work? And all these things. I want you to remember as part of your core values, as part of our core values in this community, when we step into change, when we commit to change, or when we commit to something new, we remind ourselves that we are action takers who take small steps over and over. And that's part of our secret sauce for cultivating courage and growth. Those small steps repeated over time, those are the secret sauce steps for cultivating courage and growth within the Shameless Mom Academy. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily. It's very digestible. And the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Urtube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around, like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explains. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for 
understood explains and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under-sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30 day money back guarantee and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. The secret sauce is not taking a flying leap where you're like about to poop your pants. It is not doing 18 new things in one day. It is one little thing at a time, and then layering another thing on top of that and another thing on top of that. It's a little bit at a time. It is not super sexy. It is simple because then you can actually do it. Simple and sustainable. So let's talk about an actual example of what this can look like. So I'm going to give the example of my ski lessons. (laughs) And if you've been around for a while, it's ski season. So here we go. (laughs) I love using skiing as an example. So I learned how to ski when I was 43, I think it was 42, 43, I'm 46 now, and this will be my fourth season. So I don't know, you can do the math. So I learned how to ski very late in life. There's not a lot of people who learn how to ski at that age. And it was really scary. And I should also say, like, I learned how to ski, and I'm really scared of momentum and speed and heights and mountains. So like a chairlift, I think is just a death trap waiting to happen. And mountains, I literally have like a fear of falling off of a mountain. And my husband thinks this is so funny and ridiculous. I have determined that it's because I'm an HSP, a highly sensitive person, that I have like a very, the feeling of being on a mountain is a very vulnerable feeling. And I literally feel like I could just at any given moment, roll down the mountain at like warp speed and die. (laughs) And like, one of the things the first time I went to Whistler with my husband, we were actually snowboarding, I used to snowboard, not very well, but I used to snowboard here and there. And we got separated at one point. And I knew our plan was like, if we get separated, meet at the bottom of this certain run. And I was so scared. And I it took me forever to get down the run. And I finally found him and I was hysterically crying. 
And he was like, oh my God, what's wrong? And I said, I was just so scared that I was going to go down the mountain the wrong way and end up in the wrong city. And he was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, there's only one way down the mountain and we all land at the same place. And I was like, no, 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 no. I was worried I was going to get off on like a wrong path and then end up in like a wrong city in a different part of Canada. And he could not conceptualize. He was like, nothing that you are saying is making sense. But in my mind, it made sense then and it still makes sense now. So all of that is to say, I learned how to ski at the ripe age of 42, 43. And it was a very overwhelming, intimidating experience. And it continues to be a little bit of that. But here's how I did it. So first of all, I scheduled a three pack of lessons because I was like, if I have to do like one at a time, I'll probably do one and then be like, "Mm, that was enough. Never mind. So I scheduled a three pack of lessons. So I had to go three times. So that's the scheduling. So first, actually, I should back up. First is deciding to take the step. So deciding to take the step was like, I'm going to decide or I'm going to learn how to ski because Vinny was learning how to ski. And it was a value of ours to do mountain sports together. In the long run, it felt less hazardous than snowboarding, which I had had. I've had multiple snowboarding injuries. So I was like, okay, I need like two feet on separate instruments. So I just made the decision. I'm going to learn to ski. I scheduled it. I'm going to take three ski lessons and see how it goes. That was my commitment. And then I scheduled those three lessons three weeks in a row. And then third step sharing. So I shared for accountability. I told my husband I was going to do this. I told you all I was going to do this. Like this was a whole thing. I told people I was going to do it because here's the thing. If only I knew I was going to do it and I was really nervous about it, you know what would have happened on that morning that I had to go to that first lesson? There's a decent chance that I would have been like, "Mm, let's wait till next week or maybe next year. (laughs) And so I shared with a couple people, like, I'm going to do this. I shared with a couple friends of mine who do mountain sports stuff. Like, I think I'm going to switch to skiing and learn how to ski this year. And I told my husband about it. I told Vinny about it because he was learning that same year. So I was like, I'm in it with you. And then after sharing for accountability, I took the first step and actually went to my lesson. And so the next step is practice it repeatedly. So practicing the thing that you're doing repeatedly, because here's the thing. There's this theory that I have, and I've used this theory for years, and it works really, really well. Recency and frequency. The thing that you have done most recently is the thing that you're most likely to repeat. The thing that you do frequently is the thing you're most likely to repeat. So if I could look at last Saturday, I went skiing. That's I did that recently, right? I did it last Saturday. And I remember like, here's might have struggled a few times, but like, here's where I had success. And I'm going to go do that again. And I carried that with me. As I got a couple lessons under my belt, then I had frequency. The thing that you do frequently is the thing you're likely to return to. What ended up happening is our family skied every single Saturday that season. We went every Saturday for like, I don't know, nine or 10 weeks in a row. So the thing that you do most frequently is the thing you're most likely to repeat. Once I'd gone a few weeks in a row, I was like, well, yeah, this is what I do on Saturdays. It just started to become a pattern and patterns become habits. The next piece of this, the next step is owning past evidence as a future predictor of success. So once I had a couple lessons under my belt, I could look at it and be like, huh, you don't fall very often. You might not be going fast. It might not be pretty, but you're not falling a lot and you're actually having a little bit of fun. And so I would collect that evidence instead of, because let's be honest, the evidence that I wanted to collect was like, here's how many people break their legs while skiing. Here's how many people mess up their knees and have to have surgery while skiing. Here's how many people fall off of chairlifts every year. Like I literally, since I've started skiing, have had to hold myself back from doing research on chairlift deaths because these are the kinds of things my anxiety mind would absolutely research. And I don't need to know. I have to remind myself, I don't need to know how many people die on chairlifts every year because 
I'm pretty sure it's a higher number than would make me comfortable. So instead of looking at this evidence that's like that would freak me out and scare me, I'm looking at evidence, proof of what I've done in the past as a predictor of what I'm capable of in the future. So, hmm, I went skiing and I didn't break anything. Hmm, I got on the chairlift and I didn't die. Hmm, I actually had a little bit of fun. Hmm, Vinny and I got to ski together for a minute and that was super cute. So all that evidence, that is now the predictor for my future success. If you can do all that a couple Saturdays in a row, then show up and do it again. So that was that fifth step. And then the last piece was checking in with my core values, that I want to be an action taker. I want to be someone who tries new things. I want to be someone who has family adventures. I want to be someone who has like this really memorable family quality time that we do every year. So this was super, super important for my core values around why I wanted to keep showing up and doing this. Okay. So I want you to now think through, how can this relate to you? Where can you make these steps? And I'm going to give you another example. So maybe in the new year, you want to start writing more. I have so many people who want to write, which is great. I love it. So maybe you want to become a writer, whether this is like journaling regularly, that's just for you, whether this is working on a book, a memoir, a self-help book, a novel, whatever the thing may be, a blog you want to start writing. So the first thing is you're going to decide that that's the action step, right? So I'm going to, going to write this year. Next is to schedule it. When are you going to write? So I've had people who I've worked with. I've had coaching clients who I've worked with who are writers and who are writing amazing things. And some of it's just for them. And some of it's for like, it's going to go in a book. And some of them have actually written the books and had them published and they are amazing. So the next piece is scheduling. When are you going to write? Are you going to write every morning from 6 to 6.30 a.m.? or every day on your lunch hour for, you know, from 12 to 12.20, or every night after the kids go to bed from 9 to 10 p.m. When are you going to write? Maybe you're not writing every day. That's completely fine. Maybe you're like, eh, I'm going to write like Tuesdays and Thursdays after school drop-off. Or maybe um, you're going to write on the weekend. Maybe I've had this work really well for a few people. Maybe you're going to leave your house every Saturday morning for three hours from like 8 to 11 and go to a coffee shop, put in some headphones, with some focus music, and you're going to write your heart out for three hours once a week. No distractions. You're going to tell your partner like, hey, I really need some time to myself. I'm going to take this three hours once a week. Whatever your schedule is, is fine. There's not a right or wrong way to schedule, but make sure it's scheduled, okay? So you're going to have it scheduled. You're going to schedule your writing so you know when it's happening. And then you're going to share. You're going to tell, maybe you're going to tell your kids and you're going to let them know like, hey, mom's going to work on being a writer this year which is an awesome thing to tell your kids, by the way, like anytime you're doing anything for like growth or evolution and, you know, to really step more into who you're becoming, tell your children, because first of all, it's added accountability. And second of all, they're like, oh my gosh, like mom is doing this thing. That's really cool. They get to see your growth. And that's really important for them to see that as part of who you are, that you are someone who decides to take on new things, that you are someone who decides to invest in yourself in that way, that you are someone who's never done learning or growing. No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, whew, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. 
There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent. And I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first time or second time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us. Are you overwhelmed by the things that get in the way of you doing what you want to do? Are you looking for ways to simplify life to better align with your values? Do you want to create space in your schedule so you have room for more of the good stuff? Play, joy, relationships, gratitude, and more? If you answered yes to any of these questions, I invite you to check out Edit Your Life, a podcast to help you edit the unnecessary from your life so you have more room to enjoy the awesome. Through episodes with me, Christine Ko, and a range of super smart, compassionate, and thoughtful guests, you'll come away with big picture insights and practical ways to declutter your home, schedule, and mental space without getting bogged down by perfection. I have always believed that small moments and actions matter tremendously. My goal is to help you find agency and space in your life through doable baby steps that will leave you feeling accomplished instead of overwhelmed. Check out Edit Your Life wherever you enjoy your podcasts. Maybe you tell your partner. I hope you tell your partner because I hope they can be supporting you. Maybe you tell your best friend or your sister or your mom and let them know, this is something I'm going to be working on in the new year. Just wanted to let you know, or I want you to know for accountability, or I want you to check in with me, or maybe you find a writing accountability partner, which I've seen that work really, really well, where you're like, okay, we're going to like write a couple times a week, and then we're going to share our writing together once a month or something like that. Maybe you're going to join a writing group, which I've done, which is so much fun where you have that's automatically scheduled. So for me, I had a writing class for like nine months, once a week, and it was scheduled. And the people in that class kept me very accountable. That was super significant. Then you're going to look at your repeated practice. So as you get into this habit, after you've done it two times, like two times is enough. After you've done it two times, you're going to be like, huh, I recently did that. And I've done it a couple times. And that was really great. I'm so glad I did it. It's a recent behavior. And so it feels familiar in that sense. Like, oh, I just did this the other day. And then it's now becoming a frequent behavior. This is what I do, whether it's every day, every Tuesday, every week, whatever the thing is. Because that recency and frequency matters a lot. Recency and frequency. This is what I do. This is who I am. This is who I'm becoming. That's the key to consistency is looking at that recency and frequency. And then... You're going to start owning past evidence as future as a future predictor of success. So looking back, and you might be able to look back, you could even do this before you start to look back and be like, huh, remember when I was writing in college? Remember how great that felt? Or remember, this is what I do with writing because I don't have, I definitely did not see myself as a writer growing up. In fact, like my sister was the writer. She loved writing and wrote poems and wrote stories. And that's always where she flourished. It was not something that I flourished in. I did it because I had to, but here's the thing. I did it pretty well. So when I looked back at my college papers, which I actually, I recently found some college papers and I was like, holy cow, like, who was I? I was really good at this. <laughs> but before even seeing those, what I remember about myself and writing in college is I was a sociology major. And what worked really well for me was that all of our tests as a sociology major were all essay tests because in sociology, it's not like memorizing stats and answers and theories. It's really talking things through and making connections. And so all of our tests were essay tests. And I always joked that the reason I could get straight A's was because I could explain my way into, through, around, over, and under anything. So a multiple choice test was like a recipe for disaster for me because I would 
have like so much mental anguish over picking the right choice and how multiple of them could be right or maybe they all seemed wrong and it was like very stressful for multiple choice tests for me but an essay test which many people hated I was like, oh, hell yeah. Like, I can tell a story about anything. I can connect dots and sociology theories around anything. So when I got into writing, I could look back and be like, huh, remember, you did really well writing papers in college. You might not have loved it, but you did a great job. You, like, always got A's on your essay tests. Proof, right? That's proof that I have some potential in writing, even if I haven't done it in a really long time. Also, there's other ways I've written since then. I've written really persuasive letters to get my way. (laughs) And so that's happened in adopting our dog Piper. It's happened in stressful situations in different work environments. It's happened in sticky relationships where I've had to write an apology or write an explanation of something or write for a major ask of someone. So I can look at all of that and be like, huh, okay. I can look at things I've written for social media posts and be like, wow, like I know sometimes when I write social media posts, people find my posts or my writing really compelling or they like the way I tell stories from time to time. So I can look at all those little things and those things can add up of like, hmm, I might be an okay writer. I might be decent at this. And I can own that past evidence as as a uh, future predictor of success. And then once I get into the habit of writing and I had written for a few times in my writing class, and this will happen with you if this is your goal, Once you do it a few times, you're like, oh, hmm, I'm not bad at this. And even if you're like, I'm not great at this, you're like, well, but I can sit down and do it. I can sit down and I can write for 20 minutes or 30 minutes or an hour or whatever the thing might be. So owning that past evidence is really, really key because you're collecting the right evidence versus the wrong evidence. It's like, I'm not good at this and other people are better and it's never going to get easier and like all those stories that we can get sucked into. And then lastly, you're checking in with your core values. So you're checking in with your core values around like, this is something that I wanted to do in the new year. Writing is a part of who I'm becoming. It's taking new action steps and showing up repeatedly over and over again, even when it's uncomfortable. That's my secret sauce for cultivating growth and courage. So that's that check-in with core values. So those are two examples of how you can put this into action. And you can apply these steps to anything that you want to do in the new year. So I want you to think about if you need help with this, if you're like, yeah, like I want to do this and you want to apply this in real time with me, please, please, please join me for my plan and prep pajama party on January 15th. So on January 15th, 2022, just a short time from now, less than two weeks, I'm going to be hosting my fourth annual plan and prep pajama party where you will sit down and you will put together an action plan for the new year. And we will ask specifically for what are the things you want to do this year and how are you going to do them? Where are you going to schedule it? Who are you going to share with for accountability? How are you going to own these things? And how are you going to create a simple yet strategic action plan that allows you to take small steps over time and integrate them into your life in a way that works for you so that you really are stepping into your courage over the course of the year. You're not taking a flying leap. You're not committing to 18 million things at one time. You're committing to a few things and then you are identifying really small action steps to make them happen where you get to practice over time. If you know you need help with that, please join me on January 15th. So here's the deal. This is important. This is time sensitive. If you are listening to this in live time on Monday, January 3rd, Tomorrow, on January 4th, our price will be changing for the Planet Prep Pajama Party. So today is the last full day for you to get early bird pricing. So if you want to join us and you're going to save $50 on your registration, I want you to go to shamelessmom.com slash pajama party. That's shamelessmom.com slash pajama party to join me on January 15th and get the best price for your registration. So go ahead, pop over to shamelessmom.com slash pajama party to get yourself signed up today. And I will see you on January 15th. 
Thank you so much for being here for this episode. I love spending time with you as always. Of course, I hope you're coming to the Planner Prep Pajama Party. And I also hope that this episode was impactful for you. I hope that you can take these examples and apply them to your own life in order to make sustainable change. If you think this episode could help out other mamas in your life, of course, share it out. I love it when you share our episodes, our content. It means the world to me. And remember that army of shameless moms I talked about at the beginning of the episode? That's how we grow the army. (laughs) We grow the army by you sharing the show. So as you're kicking off a new year, if you can think of other moms in your life and you're like, "Mm, they could use some support around stepping into being a little more shameless this year, share the show. Whether you share this episode or another one, share the show so that we can continue to learn and grow together in 2022. I can't wait to be here with you for this whole entire year. I know we're going to do great things together no matter what the world throws at us. So let's go. Thank you so much for joining me in the Shameless Mom Academy today. I really, really appreciate you being here and I hope you learned something new. As always, this conversation will be continued over in our free private Facebook group. You can join that group by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook to connect with other shameless moms just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time listening to the show, know that we are here every Monday and Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you subscribe, go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You can do that directly if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review that will put you in Apple Podcasts where you can click on the subscribe button and you can also leave a review. If you scroll down a little bit, you can leave a five-star review. You can write a few sentences letting me know what you thought about the show. If you let me know how the show has impacted you in becoming a more shameless mom, you might be nominated to be Shameless Mom of the Week. Also, please share this episode. My goal is to help more mamas be more shameless every damn day. So please do share this episode. You can take a screenshot of the episode on your phone and then share it out on social media. Tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy on Facebook or Instagram. I'm quick to reply and eager to send you Facebook love and love to be connected to all of you. So again, thank you for being here. I can't wait to be back here again with you in just a couple days. And until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. Hey there, busy mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it but I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free.